Dan's getting... He's getting so antsy, and he wants... Look, he wants more wine. I like how his beard's so much darker than his mustache, because it's right? like... It's like a later decision. He's like, I am going to grow <laughs> a mustache. <laughs> I'll grow a mustache, too. It's the I'm afterthought. Better. It's like the lip was getting jealous of the Don't cheeks. make me accidentally hit stop on this recording and make us want to quit the podcast, Mark. Okay, uh, I'll give him back, and I'll get him more wine. Biggest... Really? Yeah, really. All right, Mark's got one. And then I'm going to watch The Crown. Let's get this going here. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Dinosaur Machines Game Club Podcast, where you, you are the listeners. Yeah. I did bring that one up. That was good. I'm blown away. Thank you. This is episode 42. I'm one of your hosts, Mark Magro, and joining me today... Two ravenous rodents of the revolution. Dave Grimm and Dan Colonna. Hey guys. Hello. I'm, I'm Dave. Boom. This is a very musical episode, I think. I'm feeling is it? it? Is that what's happening? Yeah, I can't see it right now, listener. I, got I wish I had shoulders. papers to flip through so I could say, I didn't get that memo. There's <laughs> just a blank Wait, Where does it say that? <laughs> you didn't get the memo? I usually text it beforehand. Musical numbers. Yeah. yeah. Question mark? Mm. <laughs> Not this time. I used to have a chemistry teacher who used to joke because we were, I went to Catholic school and so yeah. we had a uniform. So he would joke every morning. It was like, oh, you guys, just uh, you text beforehand, make sure you're wearing the same things. <laughs> we have to wear jokes. this, Mr. Blah, blah, blah. Mr. Leone, L-Dog, we used to call him. He's actually a cool guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> when you get called L-Dog as a teacher, you've made it. It might have been a self-imposed nickname. Do you have any teacher to. nicknames? Do people call Me? you anything? Yeah. No. Absolutely not. Sasquatch? Sasquatch? Oh my my gosh. (laughs) On account of the back. (laughs) And you're tall. Oh, okay. That's the second thing. (laughs) Those are the two things that require you one to be a a Sasquatch. That would be an interesting thing. It's like a short Sasquatch. You'd be a Sasquatch. Kind of more terrifying, actually, when you think about it. (laughs) You think Bigfoot's just one line of people in a family who have tall, hairy people? You think they would just call regular foot? That's a wow wait hold on a second let's let's talk about video games for like 40 minutes i think we could do 40 minutes and then thanks, we thanks. can talk about the origins of sasquatch and how thanks for bringing us back on track dan well, let's start with you dan how is your video gaming life bro dog i'm playing some ultra sun of the pokemon and oh. that's cool you know ultra i think that's sun. pretty cool yeah like it's is that the new it's one funny I don't even know anymore it's not though oh boy it's, it's the new it's one from two years ago oh, that they, they they just use the old map and they said all right here's a couple new lines here's some new pokemon and here you go so you're they bring back like mega evolutions it's or something yeah no no they added some new pokemon this one they usually don't but they wait did. can we pause on mega evolution you can evolve or you can mega evolve mega, mega evolution. evolution was like <laughs> like pokemon playing digimon Pokemon mm-hmm. playing Digimon. Digital Monsters. That, I'm not sure if Mark knows that either. I haven't played... I played Pokemon Red and Blue. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. Snap. I played Pokemon so, Snap. <laughs> in like X and Y, was it? They introduced Mega Evolutions, which like you could activate like a, a jewel in a bracelet to make a a um, um, certain Pokemon evolve more. And then, like, they would be, like, in this mega form. Yeah, they get, like, a for, for that same match form. Only. Right. Well, yeah. I'm going to stop talking, because I'm feeling like a very big temptation to turn to Uncle. Uncle Humor. With all the Pokemans as you evolve more with a bracelet, like your mother's Pandora bracelet. Yeah. Uh. Mark, I, I bring up Batman jokes. You have to get you... the right Heracross charm. <laughs> so, that's one of the games I'm playing lately. What's the other one? Let's just pull Earth it out of the air. I'm not. Oh, wow. No. You went there. The no, no, chance. no. You went there. That's I'm fine. Sorry. I'm not playing Earthbound as much. I bet. But beyond, honestly, Pokemon. I, I don't know, man. My PS4 has been kind of. Oh, Overwatch. I'm playing Overwatch. Yeah. Everyone's always playing event? Overwatch. I'm playing Overwatch more than usual. You know that, like, when I can talk to Dave about strategies and stuff? I finally learned what Dive Cop is, by the way, Mark. What's Dive Cop? Dive comp is when you've got two tanks, two healers, and two high DPS, and one of your tanks is Wiston. <laughs> and some you have a limited amount of heroes you could choose from. Usually, it's like a Genji, Dive. or or something. 
And then you've got Lucio. It's like very mobile, very it's quick. A very scene. thorough response. Yeah, it's, it's about having a composition that's built around mobility. So usually the two tanks for dive comp are Diva mm-hmm. and Winston because they are the most mobile. Right, right now, to give the, <laughs> you, the... you dive right through the choke, therefore... Oh, I see. This will not stop me from saying that every maneuver in Overwatch is dive comp. We, obviously, we got a dive comp. No, it's dive, dive comp time. Dive. I'm going to switch to Widowmaker so we can do dive comp real quick. Dive comp? Real quick? So, Question mark? Besides dive comp and, and same games again and again, nothing. Just living my life, baby. Looking forward to that winter break. The winter which break? Which will be very over by the time this releases, I think. Not by much. With the no. oh, yeah. the week. It's it's week? Not. Two weeks? I don't know. It's still time. <laughs> let's, we well, might... let's, not, let's not date the episode unless it calls us back and then we'll, we'll date it. We'll text you, listener, with the one message about the actual date. Mark, Dave... you didn't get my joke. <laughs> so I wanted to... So I'm, I'm all, I've also been playing Overwatch, but I, w- I wanted to regale you with an old story. Uh, an old story? I yeah, love yeah. being regaled. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was talking to Davin and he reminded me um, my, my buddy Davin from college, but he reminded me of a, He's so a decision that a mutual friend of ours made. We were at this Mexican restaurant eating like downstairs, like in the basement of this place. And um, like everyone was talking about what they're going to order, whatever, you know, there's a bunch of things on the menu and it finally gets around to this one guy's opportunity to order. And he's like, um, I'll have the dumps. Which is literally, like, one of the options on this menu was the dumps. Was this like and a toilet-themed Mexican restaurant? I'm no, confused. everything the else was normal. The dumps or the dumps? Like, the no, dumps. dumps. D u m p s. Like okay, you take okay. a big dump. In, in the ingredients, I remember. <laughs> like, like there's things like it's like steak quesadilla. This like that, right? But the dumps has its main ingredient is taco meat, and then it's like three different beans and and cheeses and i was like this is this is obviously a mistake he did not have a good time later wait uh, let's let's back up why is taco meat not a more because you're like what why is it just why is it just ground beef because maybe it's not ground beef what is it then it could be ground turkey doesn't no wait doesn't ground chicken or doesn't taco meat get created by the spices and such no, it's so, just so can it just be spiced, spiced ground beef? That's no, a, but that, that I, or also known as taco meat. See, that's yeah, an existential so. question. When does ta- when does meat become taco meat? Can I, <laughs> I? I would like to add to my notes based on what Dave has said. Mm-hmm. Nobody really told me what happens to your body after you eat beets. Oh, and you told oh. us. <laughs> I I told you this earlier, but the listener needs to know. I didn't know that when you eat beets, you. Well, give you out eat, red. You you ate too many beets is your problem. You eat some yeah, beets. Yeah, you can, that's like you can eat some beets. You'll be fine. No, well, I had this Trader Joe's delicious pot of health that was like, you got beets, you got pot carrots, you got kale, and it was like, have it. And I was like, I will. Thanks, Trader Joe. That's and what then, I feel like the Overwatch health pickup is. It's like a pot of health. <laughs> beets. Well, then all the Get Overwatch characters poop red because that's what happened to me. And boy, was I having a confusing morning. Thank God I live with a doctor. That anyway, sorry. Just, just. Is your other roommate a doctor? I had no she idea. She is. She is a doctor. Nice. So if she you had a cardiac arrest il, right now, il dottore cool. di appuntamento. You, I don't know what you doctor, just said. The doctor she's of the apartment. An Italian doctor? <laughs> no, well, no, she's Polish. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same. She's awesome. She's the coolest person alive. And very ethnic, apparently. But, but vaguely, I'm gonna, like we're not since sure. Since I'm where. apparently the MC of the pre-pod right now, I'm gonna kick it over to you, Mark. What do you got going on? Don't kick me, sir. I'm gonna kick you right in the shin. You kid, right in the I shin. Hear you well, speak. I haven't played Guacamelee too, so I can't have a good segue from the dumps. Wait, <laughs> Guacamelee two? Well, I'm just saying that was the only Mexican game that kind of popped to my brain. There's no Guacamelee two yet, you goof. It's coming eventually, but I, but mm. you know, segue. <laughs> <laughs> um, what am I playing? I've been I finished Frozen Wilds a little, a little late. Um, it was great, you know. It's more Horizon. That's all I, I wanted to ask. And I feel bad, especially like we recorded um our video game awards podcast, and I, one thing we pointed out is like I felt bad that they didn't get anything because it's such a good game, but it's just like 
apparently everything that's good about it is not as good as Zelda. Apparently, it's true. It's apparently. true. <laughs> One day I'll buy that Switch and I'll play this the Zelda everyone speaks of. Yeah, mark mark your words. I'm waiting till Nell turns to like five, and then I'll buy something. So I only have four and a half years to go. The irony is that the no, Switch is perfect for adult dads and moms. I don't have a commute. I don't have a commute. No, but like, oh, I'm watching my baby. Da, da, da. Oh gosh, she needs me to. Oh, I'll put it down now and then. Oh, I'm watching my baby. I'm ignoring her needs. <laughs> For emotions. Putting them on Let me go hold. play my Switch. Does it have like a like a standby thing like the Vita where you can just turn it off and like st- yeah it's like stays okay yeah you just yeah anyway I'm sorry anyway. I'm owning no, a moment it was good um story was great and it kind of this nice little twist my favorite thing was in the photo mode they added poses and I don't actually mm-hmm. it might have been in the main game and they added it with the patch but like now you could pose with different like when you take pictures and stuff and it was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, story was decent and you guys would be proud of me there were trophies I did not get I was looking on it and some of the stuff was like challenge things and they were hard and I was like you know what I don't need that bronze thank you sir can Good you day. give me an example of the challenges that you passed up on Um, it was just like there's like these hunting ground challenges and mm-hmm. you have to basically it was like defeat these waves of machines in X amount of time and you have to get like the highest bracket of time and I probably could have figured it out if I kept banging my head against the wall. But I was just like, eh, like I'd rather move on to something else. But it was nice kind of to take back. You know, I think we were talking back on an older podcast. It's like, I think Dave, you were saying like, I don't go back and play games because I don't remember like the controls or like you're yeah. out of it. Like there was there was definitely this again. I was like, how do I, how does one shoot again? Like that was this. nice that First Light had come out pretty close to when Infamous second son had finished yeah there, like, there wasn't too big long of a gap yeah so th- this i had some definite like i had to really relearn some things uh but it was enjoyable it goes more horizon um, um, i hope now they're kind of done and go work on horizon 2 whatever they're gonna do uh but the other thing i wanted to tell you guys about was i read a book that i'm holding up but the listener can't Whoa, see that that product <laughs> placement though Product placement that Blood, you can't see. Blood, sweat, and pixels. Blood, sweat, and pixels by Jason Trier, guy at uh, Otaku, good writer. Kotaku, um, OMG. Ko- Kotaku. You said Otaku. Otaku, isn't that what uh, what's his face? That's that's what that's what Otaku is. References. Yeah. Oh, I pee on everything. That's what I think of when I think of. That's Otaku. a direct quote. Hideo <laughs> wrote that quote. <laughs> it's the great dialogue. Yeah. Um, but no, I you know I think I think video games when you compare it to like movies and books like. The process that goes into it is still kind of hazy a little bit. Um, and I, I like this book a lot because it, it tried really, you know, especially even for like our podcast, not that we're, we're super critical or things like that, but we, we, we look at games, we judge them. We love and them. We love games so, for the most part. And I so think for a lot of, yeah. And it, I think this, this was a nice little window in like the process that kind of goes into it. Like it starts off with this chapter on, um, mm-hmm. it's this guy, he's, the Schreier is, um, with some dev and it was like right after they just launched a game it's like ah but it felt like a, a miracle this game came out and he's like you know what it's a miracle any game ever comes out and then he like smokes a giant cigar i don't, I don't know if that's true i added that detail <laughs> he's but, a big um, boss of game devs yeah so then basically it's got 10 games it has diablo 3 destiny witcher 3 halo wars uncharted 4 shovel knight star wars 1313 pillars of eternity dragon age inquisition and stardew valley it basically just goes into what happened behind the scenes when these games were getting developed. Um, and it was just, it was one of those things that kind of make me realize like, well, actually, uh, this is what I'll do. I'll give my three hot takes from this book. Hot cake, if you will. We'll Lay it on me. Image. I am ready for your hot cakes. Hot cake number one. Making video games is really, really hard. Regardless of how they turn out. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, and I get it. Like, you know, like, oh, there's these different people and they have these different things, but it's like, so much of the time it's like there's concepts and different teams or group of people will be working on certain things and they can't finish things until other people do things. And you don't actually even know if something's going to work until different teams put stuff together. So it's constantly like these moving targets and and like little elements like that. And then there was the whole financial issue that they kept bringing up. It's, it's like game development is really expensive. Like a triple a game is pretty much cost a hundred plus million dollars. Mm-hmm. and that's including like people doing crunch, which is a hard, horrible thing in the industry where 
people are just it's expected okay there will be a time leading up to release you will be working never see our families you will never see your families you will be working 16 hours a day for two months like it's just what it is you know what's interesting about crunch is Mm. that it totally exists in dave and my industry as well Mm. it's just i guess it's a tech thing it's highlighted on because game development's sort of more popular than web development because it's cooler. I also think it's like, it's just like a lot more panache to it, yeah. I guess. Ooh, panache. It's just, you know, oh, it's I interesting also like, that... what is the... Go ahead. Go ahead. What are you going to say? <laughs> Dude, no, no, no. I, I, I've no, talked no, no. a lot already. I no, want to hear yours. No, no, you. No, I was just <laughs> no, going to say, you like, go. Um, I think that the impact, everyone's waiting for... Um, a game for this specific game so it's get there's a lot like bigger of a spotlight on mm. it yeah. yeah you know do you make it a big announcement most of the time like the there's usually like a fallback in place like if this feature doesn't actually make it we're gonna do something else right you know or we're just gonna eat the money that we lost you know what yeah I mean? and right. there's a, there's a lot of things like that like there, one thing was made clear with this like game it's like developers know when their games are not great or they know what the problems are, but it's just, it comes to the point where it's like financially, they're just not viable enough to fix them. Um, and it just, it, it makes me really think that something's got to break or change with the gaming industry. That is just like the, the first chapter was about pillars of eternity mm-hmm. and, you know, successful studio, they made a game, but then they just kind of talk about like how you really only get like one misstep because once well, you're, what were you going to say? And I say the horrors that I've heard of Crunch as, as even as a teenager is what stopped me from going down the game development oh, career it, path in the first place. Yeah. I was it, like, that sounds miserable. Why yeah. would I subject myself to that? Absolutely. And it turns into like, it's like, okay, I just worked 16 hours for three plus four months. I haven't seen my family or anything. And it's like, oh, they got a 7.5. It's okay. And it's like, that's it. Like, okay. You, know, you and I, Mark, we, we grew up from. Uh, you know, blue collar parents, and the, the idea you did, of, didn't we? I never even thought about that. And you know, Look and <laughs> and they came from unions, you know, where if you were gonna work sixteen hours, you were gonna be compensated overtime. Right. And the the idea to me that somebody's gonna be working sixteen hours and still just be salaried is nonsense to me. Oh, it's crazy. Like, but then I, like at the same time, I don't like, understand why there aren't. There was a bigger calling for developer unions and stuff like that. I mean, it's interesting, but then, but I also wonder, I think that has to do with the culture. Like it's kind Mm -hmm. of like actually in the unfart and the unfarted, (laughs) 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 the uncharted four chapter, they were talking about like what makes naughty days. (laughs) I lost it. You can't just Uh, go out and casually say a phrase like in the unfarted chapter. In the unfarted. (laughs) No chapter of a book I'm reading is unfarted. I'm sorry to tell you. But uh, they were talking about like what separates Naughty Dog from a lot of the studios. Like, and they're saying like it's kind of considered the the top echelon. Like, if you're a Naughty Dog, you've made it. Mm-hmm. Um, which actually a nice segue to another hot take, hot cake, if you will. I wonder if the best days of Naughty Dog are behind them now. Oh no 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 no! It, 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 Last of Us is, Two, man. Well, when you really think of Uncharted Two to you can even say like Uncharted Four. I know some people that love Uncharted Four. Like it, like it went a lot on a little too long, but like Uncharted Two, Three, Four, Last of Us are such perfectly crafted, amazing games. And mm-hmm. the reason why those things kind of turn out is it was kind of clear in the chapter they are extreme perfectionists. I mean, aren't you leaving out Crash Bandicoot? No, that's early stuff. I don't even say. You're but also like... <laughs> leaving out Jack and Daxter. Yeah, I, I purposely. No, so, okay. All snap, Dan. What are you gonna do? Jack and Daxter is the best platform of twenty thirty-five. So I think it came out the same. Suck it. Like year as a uh, Mario sixty-four. No, it doesn't. Yeah, well, guess what? Guess what? <laughs> Lying. Guess what? Still wins. Still wins. <laughs> Jack and Daxter is the game that people who play had PlayStations but not N sixty fours played. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know anybody like that. Because. <laughs> uh, because one Dave Grimma owned both, and he played a little bit of both, and clearly Mario 64 was way better. Oh, okay. I Here didn't have a 64 or a 65 you, for Dan, that matter. You can't, Dan, don't die on the sale that Jack and Daxter is better than Mario 64. You're not going to win. It's like, oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. Um, 
But with mm-hmm. Naughty Dog, like the one thing that it kind of struck me at that chapter is like they are crazy perfectionists, and like mm-hmm. there was this one part they were talking about like leading up to E three, the demo was actually funny. The one that the the controller died right before like the thing was supposed to start. I was like, oh great. Um, like they spent like weeks developers trying to make sure that when you shoot a bag of like rice, the way the rice falls looks accurate and like perfect. Like weeks doing that one little no, detail. No, but that's that's an insane detail. And yeah. it also is, keeps you in the game. Is Do you think, like, if the rice went in the wrong direction, it would remove you from the game? See, that's no. what, like, I, I would probably not even notice, but they notice. And it's like, yeah. they want everything to be perfect. I know and, like, I'm crazy like that as a developer. I'm like, you know, I try and give the designers exactly what they were looking for. Yeah. And that's and kind that's, of the, yeah. yeah. And, like, that's the attitude that they have at that studio. It's like, we embrace the crunch. We embrace mm-hmm. creating perfect products. And what gets me worried is the one thing they made it kind of clear is like, and I remember reading an article once about this. It's like, there's a lot of brain drain in the, the gaming industry. Like people will be burnt out by their thirties and yeah. they leave. And like right now, like the two main guys from last of us, Neil Druckmann and Bruce Draley, Bruce Draley's left the industry. The two heads of like the four guys who made Naughty Dog, two of them are gone. Or I think it might mm-hmm. be three at this point. And it's just, like, it's a big problem in the industry. Like, guys who don't stick around really for that long just because it's Mm -hmm. impossible to keep your sanity. So, I don't know for sure. Like, I love Naughty Dog. I think they're the best. I hope I'm I'm wrong. I just think... I think there needs to be a culture change. Yeah, and I don't... To really maintain I don't know what's going to... What's going to get that finally going. That maybe it's, like... Well... They raise the prices of games where then it's... What were we going to say? My belief is that with more and more success of indie titles with smaller studios... That there will be like more of a desire for the for the these AAA studios to say, well, maybe we're we're putting too much effort in. Mm. See, I, I, or I, either they'll raise the price of what a AAA title game is, yeah, or they'll scale back their efforts a little bit to be a little a little less crazy. See, like I I think it's the the realistic angle with that is like why we've seen, you know, we were kind of talking about a few podcasts before about like games of service and things like that, like microtransactions. Mm-hmm. We've had the whole Battlefront 2 fiasco. It's like, I'm in the Overwatch economy and I'm never going to leave. Yeah, it's just like they want it's crazy. They, they need to find ways to get more money out of people because yeah. the amount of profit, you know, cuz like game developer like especially like publishers, they don't want to break even on games. They want to yeah. make a lot of money. And it's just the cost of making these things like that. Like literally games have to sell four or five, six million copies to not only to kind of break even. And that's not realistic for a lot of games. Like the markets that there. And like Dave, you brought the indies from the Stardew Valley and um, what was the other one? I forget. I'm looking at but Shovel Knight. Like the crunch was not any better in those situations. It was less people. And even, like, the risk was even greater for those those guys. Like, literally, mm-hmm. they were putting their own financial... Like, the Shovel Knight guys, they worked for a studio. They wanted to do a side project and couldn't get permission. So they left to kind of do their own thing. Yeah. And there was, a, there was a point in time where it's like they're paying... Basically, they're months away from being out on the street. And mm-hmm. it's just like they're trying to crunch. They're trying to make this game perfect. And literally, it's everything to them. And actually, like, it made me go change my icon to now. It's Shovel Knight. Like, those guys were just so... There's actually one scene that I love. There's um, they're about to head to like a PAX and they're like all so drained and burnt out. And they're just like, we need to get to PAX. We need to go. They're like throwing things in a fridge, and like they were so like hopped up on coffee, like they just kept dumping the grinds in the sink. And then at one point, the guy was just like, "Dude, your sink's coming up as opposed to down." It's like we gotta go. It doesn't matter. And he's just like looking at it flood. He's like, "All right," <laughs> and they just kind of left. Um, so yeah, like. Even like the risk, anything like and I was actually one thing I wish they did in the book was like um, talk about games that were a big failure because like Shovel Knight and Stardew Valley were like huge successes. So I kind of would have loved to see someone put it out online and like it was okay, you know. But um, you def- want to see an entry in the book for a game that never came out, or just, just like see, well, also so- uh, this this title, yeah, and like the, the, <laughs> that was the one. Inter- there was that one interesting chapter at the end about Star Star Wars thirteen thirteen. It's heartbreaking. About all the things that went into that game and how eventually kind of just because Disney bought it and they wanted to do mm-hmm. something different with it, I was like, okay, it's done. Mm-hmm. And all the work that went into it, you know, and it's actually, it reminds me of like, um, we mentioned earlier, it's like, you know, creating this product and you get to like release it to the world. 
like Amy Henning, who left Naughty Dog or maybe mm-hmm. got forced out. It's kind of hazy. She then went Last to... Uh, no, she did Uncharted, Uncharted 3. Yeah. Uncharted 3, yeah. And she was supposed to be the lead on Uncharted 4, but then something happened where they kind of forced her out. And there was there was some like Neil the, Druckmann did Last of Us, right? Neil Druckmann and Bruce Straley did it, and then they ended up taking over Uncharted Four. And it seemed like the book tried getting into it, but there's a lot of like people aren't telling the same story. A I'm lot sure of people, a lot of politics around that. Yeah, like a lot of people saying she was forced out. Um, then there there was other things were saying that she wanted to actually have half the game in Uncharted Four is no combat. It's just like you interacting with people. So there was kind of there was definitely disagreement about what that game was going to be, and she got forced out. She got picked up by Visceral, started working on the Uncharted Star Wars game. That got closed. Like literally, it's been ten years. She's been working crazy hours, and she's never released anything. And it's just it just feels like something's got to give in this industry. I definitely, if you're interested in like the behind the scenes stuff, there's a lot of great stuff with like Microsoft and like how Halo Wars come around and like Bungie getting rid like getting away from them, like. Yeah. There's a lot of interesting little backstories about what's really happening, and it definitely, if you're interested, I highly recommend Blood, Sweat, and Pixels by Jason Schreier. Very, very good book. But it, as bad as the industry is, no one had to eat their children for it. Like in the no one had to watch their children. <laughs> no one had to watch their children get eaten beaten. and then no. start. Not true. To be eaten. Like in our game, Sorry. we played Tooth and Tail. Segway. Mean topic. Beautiful segue. I like to start a tradition where we always announce our segues when we do them to really bring Mm. a flag to that we are transitioning to a new topic. (laughs) It's it's helpful. I think so. I like the the listener tonight. It's an audio UI tool. (laughs) As everyone scrambles for their notes. I got my notes right here. And my notes for Tooth and Tail are as follows. Lead the revolution with an army of flame-throwing boars, mustard gas-lobbing skunks, and parachuting puking owls. Wow, I never heard my family's in-laws described so well. <laughs> I <sing>. Sorry, <laughs> tooth and There's tail. There's colonial family members who are like eating rice right now out of a bowl. And they're just like, yeah, they're all there. How dare you! Tooth and Tail is a real-time strategy game featuring single-player, online competitive play, split-screen. Replays and more. Build a base, lead your army, and eat your enemy. (laughs) I got dark real quick. (laughs) Okay. This game was very recently, very positively reviewed. Always reviewed, mostly positively. Bring bring it. Come on. Developed by and published by Pocket Watch Games. Come on. Popular user defined tags for this product. Oh my god, I'm so excited. How's the build-up going? You good? I'm, I'm uh, strategy? Strategy? Rats? Mm-hmm. No, RTS. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, One letter off. Action. Pixel. Graph, graphics. Why did I pick that? 2D. Nothing else. Oh, oh, wait. Wait, just, 2D? Is that, 2D? This, this just in? This, oh, uh, yep, that's right. Indie. Is also a user popular defined. Yep, nailed it. Wait, okay, we literally cool. call this game 2D. It's like I said, no, it's on right? here. 2D is on here. Oh, no, I'm not rhetoric. I wasn't making jokes. It's right here. I'm I just saying, it's isn't it like it's got like a bird's eye view? It's kind of like it's patently more isometric, right? There's definitely another dimension at play. It might not yeah, be the entire third dimension. You don't dimension. only move left and right, you move in multiple directions. Yeah, you is that what, what officially defines it? Because I guess you could then say that anything on a screen is 2D by this yeah. logic. I yeah. guess that's true. By this by this account, most games are 2D. Well, right. is it in the I was real try world? To defend it, but I took it back. Um, unless you're playing like VR and you're like, whoa, that's a I common misconception. Depth. <laughs> is it the thought that art implies like it's drawn? Like this is drawn art. Does that mean it's too? That's stupid. <laughs> Well, well, we really took down that. Listen that here, user tag. popular user defined tags on Steam. I'm coming for you. I'm gonna make you can right. Can we delete? Now. Can we like vote down a user defined tag? Can we be like, nay, not 2D? I can make another tag that says you not d- 2D. You dummy. Let's do that. Let's. let's but start a Dave, campaign. I don't think my description was good enough for the user, mm-hmm. un- the, the listener, to understand. Is there any way we could get a better description of this? Game? Okay, here's here's how I would describe Tooth and Tail. Oh, very okay. good. Tooth and Tail is a game where animals are at war and the losers are dinner. It's played 
as a simplified RTS. Simplified. Yes. That's it. All right, that's it. That's all I got. Because <laughs> really, it, it's 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 an RTS, which is true. But they really like like the whole like mouse of and keyboard action is removed. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you're like I'm gonna be one guy who holds a flag, and I'm gonna say troops go here. Yeah, and I think there's always been that question about like how do you get an RTS to work on a console and that was their way to do it so you yeah. you control this guy plus the units you you get units over to you mm-hmm. and you can there's only one resource it's food so you have these little farms yeah. and you so, get the food and that's what I mean by it is being so super simplified there's also no research in this game which like most games like Age of Empires Starcraft um, all those games have research it's true and like you don't you have know, to, to to queue up different units they will always be replenished as long as you have the food for it I don't know can you yeah. prioritize what gets built first no I don't think so. you can't prioritize but you because you can't yeah you can't prioritize when we were playing earlier spoiler alert we played this game just tonight Oh boy. And I, I don't recall having control over whether or not I had boars versus 10. There's know, like a, a left guys. trigger act. There's like a, there's a way to control only this unit group. Yes. Yeah. I've never done units. it. I don't know why you would. Well, I guess if you're thinking like, if you want to actually try and flank, I, or flank. I was doing that with you earlier. I, I was flanking with the mortar guys because I knew I needed them. So, like, there are different units, and it is almost kind of like rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, so, like, some are kind of specified for air, some, some are long some, range. Some are more CG. CG. Yeah, so it's kind of like they're oh. learning your different units, what they're good at. And you can divide them up like that. I guess you want to be technical, but I think this game really tries to, again, be, like, arcadey, fast. Like, an average yeah. match probably lasts yeah. about, like, five, ten minutes. Mm-hmm. So, like, Dan, I, uh, we always put you as the, the resident gameplay guru who likes oh, all about thank the you. gameplay. Thank you, thank you, like, thank you. In your own personal taste of, like, RTSs, did you like this mm-hmm. more that it was quick and arcadey, or do you like your RTS more strategic? So, this is my fault. I went into this game thinking it was StarCraft. And mm. StarCraft, that somebody came up and said, you know what, I'm going to figure out how to make StarCraft work on a controller, yeah. and that's going to be Tooth and Tail. Yeah, I thought this it was going to be not... StarCraft plus Mouse, the right. comic book. Actually, if you even look, listen yeah. back to our last episode, we said it was the turn-based strategy, which is not true. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah we I are. incorrectly We were very uninformed. It's turns, but you see, the turn is only one turn. It's happening at the it's, same time it, as the enemy's for everyone. turn. Mm. <laughs> so... <laughs> And, so, and yeah. it happens. It happens in in real time. Yes, the real time one that. turn, you don't get don't two. So I thought it was Starcraft. My bad. Thought thought wrong. I thought correctly, but I was wrong on my thought. So that sort of set the stage for my experience, which was oh, this isn't that. Oh, oh. And, but the gameplay is, you know, it's once you get used to the fact that it's arcadey. If you do so, I think there's something there. Mm. But but it's definitely arcadey, so it kind of plays against itself because you want to make strategies happen, but you got to be quick about it. So is well, it I think really it, strat- it kind of yeah. speaks to the depth of the strategy you can do. Right. I so, you know what I don't know about you guys, but I had a huge problem with discerning the terrain and what mm. I could traverse across and what I couldn't. Yeah, because right. there are, like, these little, like, every map is randomly generated, so that does take away, like, the idea of, like, you repeating the same thing, or you can kind of learn that map, like, it is totally different, mm-hmm. and I agree with you, Dave, it's like, sometimes I felt kind of boxed in, and there's, like, a hill, it doesn't look like you can go up it, but yes, you can, so mm-hmm. I agree Or, like, that, there's definitely. bushes, and sometimes you can get through, and sometimes you can't. Yeah. So, like... In fact, yeah. what that's what stopped me from progressing in the game. Eventually, I reached a board at which, like, you had to, like, destroy, like, or free, like, prisoners from 15 camps mm. and i did it like four times and every time i couldn't find access to like the 15th camp and it's because you could but you just didn't think you can go through what you were yeah i i wasn't sure if like the it generated it incorrectly which i'm sure they programmed for to make sure that you could get through right but so. like i couldn't find access to that 15th camp i was like what i would just I was just hoping for a, a lucky dice roll. That, mm. like, yeah, and, and that kind of brings us to, like, so there, there's a multiplayer aspect. There's a single-player campaign, and I think the single-player mm. campaign is kind of poor. 
Like mm-hmm. it does its job is to kind of introduce you to the different factions. Yeah, uh, which are the the civilized, the long coast, the KSR, and the common folk. Yeah, and that's kind of like it feels like Animal Farm, basically. So you mm. have these animals, <laughs> it's got this communistic kind of vibe to it. Of these, yeah. you, you know, we mentioned unions, like these unionized that, workers coming together. That book really freaked me out. Animal Farm. Yeah. Why? I read that when I was in school because I didn't know what it was until halfway through. It, I thought it was just a story about great animals. First nope. time I read it is I taught it, so that was a different experience for me. My... God, I was a kid, so <laughs> you were a child. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what is with these pigs? Um, but yeah, a like kid, a baby goat. No. Right? <laughs> oh, he's right. <laughs> well, yes, I'm but going not... with the animal farm. Thing. Gotcha, oh, gotcha. that's why when you see Billy the kid, he's a goat. I'm oh, I done. thought it was because he was a kid. Oh, no, he's not a kid. He's an adult. Goat. Billy the Kid. No, this is, Billy I've the seen goat? Billy the Kid as a goat, but no, that's not accurate. This is this is terrible. Why would very Billy quickly. the Kid be with anyway? <laughs> because baby goats are called kids, like Dave just said. Yeah, but why is he goat related? Because I've seen a, a cartoon goat? version of Billy the Kid, the Western Westernman, as a goat. <laughs> Westernman. <laughs> anyway, back to the campaign. Um, Whatever. I thought the when kid... I was a kid, I wanted to grow up to be a Westernman. A Westernman. Yeah. Going through the West. <laughs> but, alas, we're Easternmen. <laughs> but as Easter, Eastern Coastmen. But no, like, the campaign, I thought, was... It, in, it like, really tried to grammar introduce... school, I used to love going oh, to God. school in, in, in Cowboys. <laughs> I'm trying to pull this back. I'm trying. No, no, no. Not thing. happening. This is the Dyson everywhere. podcast. Let me tell you about... You know what's another thing that annoyed me? <laughs> <laughs> that really grinds my gears. You know what grinds my gears? Anyway. I thought those cowboy boys were so cool, and no other kid in my class thought they were cool. And I didn't care. Wait, you went to school with cowboy boots on? Let's pause yeah. on this. You're a brave gentleman. Brave is one way to phrase it. I can think of a few I was, other words. I was, it was, you could call it bravery, but really what it was was um, aloofness. That's also bravery. This reminds me of, there's a kid at my school, I won't mention him by name, that's good. But he wears a cowboy hat to and from school as I chew up his vice. See, I would have done that if my parents would have bought me a cowboy and I feel hat. And I asked for one. Yeah, I feel this is blatant aloofness to realize how ridiculous he looks. It's like you're mm. wearing a cowboy No one else is wearing a cowboy hat. This is not the frontier. You're not on a ranch. The sun, me, you're indoors. Does he have, what are those things called? The, like the, the, the bolo necktie? Not bolo a bolo necktie. There's no bolo. But Let me break it down for you here, Mark. This little man or woman, I don't know, will walk into an interview and be the one they interviewed that had a cowboy hat on. And that already makes him stand out more than the other candidates. Whether or not that's good is another story. Do you remember that guy with a cowboy hat? (laughs) Do you remember that guy who came to his interview butt naked? He stood yeah, out. And, then, and then you see the one person in the corner, like the person who makes the decisions, Stop. like yeah, spit take. I do, and they're hired. <laughs> they're hired. I know, they reveal all. Um, no campaign. Go ahead, Mark. The tale. Let's go back. Man, you, you, Let's that back. was a great job. You pulled us back, and we like naked rodents. Um, I thought like I, it was clear like the the purpose of it was to get you introduced to the different units and their strengths mm. because that is a kind of an important detail to really figure out yeah okay this is it's a like unit that's good tutorial to, like, to play verse mode forever right and but at the same time like there was so little there like mm. especially when i think of like rts games like that's i like those campaigns the story felt stories ca- felt kind of weak it was it, it really felt like a tutorial with the window shadings of like uh a story. A story. Well, you know what bugs me is that the story, I mean, the writing threw me off immediately, which I think is good. Whenever I notice writing is mm. good, I think is good. And I think what made it weak is that it was randomized. I think that mm. I liked the challenge of learning a level, learning where I can go, figuring mm. it out, and moving on. But if the levels are just challenges on terrain, that randomly generates itself that takes away a lot of the fun it's of like, learning the game for me. It's mm. like how weird would it be to play Mario and and each board was randomly generated but like the same amount of enemies were there. Sure. Right, right. Well, I I, I think it goes into the approach they would take. Like this is a game that definitely seems it was very multiplayer centric. 
right. they give you the single player to kind of teach you all the things about it. But like, yeah, going mm-hmm. back to the Ding Dan, like when I think of like the games that I loved playing RTS games, it's like Age of Empires, Starcraft, mm-hmm. and all those campaigns. It's like there is a set board, and they're big and they're vast, and that's why you need to kind of learn them and learn interesting points that can kind of get you there. Where with this, because it is that multiplayer like centricities, like. Centricities is that word? I think it's made it up. Centric, centricity, centricity. I don't think I don't think you're saying a real word. I'm just no. making up sounds, words of Bujabaja. Um <laughs> Like I thought, it really again took away from that campaign because, like you said, like it felt like just kind of a challenge on a random board, and there was nothing really kind of to, to pull you there. It just kept felt felt like this is just training you for the multiplayer, which, on itself. We, uh, Dan and I, before we played, we we, meet, we versed each other. I won. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. You did, and I don't think you won. I think you lost. <laughs> Which is I think that that's. I think we should actually. I'm not gonna lie. The you, tape you make says your, otherwise. <laughs> make your weak point, Mark, and I will follow up with that of a studied man. Viewer, if you ever get to watch this video. Which we'll release, Listener. I think. We'll try to release it the same day as this podcast. Yeah, I think yeah. that would be fun. Listener, if you ever get to watch this video, tell us who actually won. Because, yeah, because it's not clear. It's not. I'm wrecking Mark. Easy. And then all of a sudden the game's like, Mock wins. I'm like, excuse me, game. I and was we watched busy. the replay afterwards to try to figure it out. <laughs> was that was that successful? But, it, was not, it did not but make this, it any clearer. This experience was a lot better than the experience I had playing alone. And mm. that's good, Playing you know. That's that's great. And well, what, what I, I, were you thinking, or what were you like? Why was it like in our match? What do you think was just better about it? Well, I immediately off the bat, I had to beat you. That was my uh, first goal. I was like, well, motivation. I'm playing against Mark. I want to win. And that would have been anybody. It could have been Queen Elizabeth, and I still would have been like, well, I gotta win, right? Yeah, so yeah, win. you know, Queen yeah, Elizabeth is yeah, referenced because that move, that show Crown is on. <laughs> On TVs lately, so uh-huh. Let's check it out. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Whatever. Can they watch so, it on Netflix? What program will they watch? On? Netflix is where you can watch Crown. <laughs> it comes highly recommended for my fiance. Um, moving on. on Crown. Moving on. It was fun to have you there. I was like, well, Mark's. Isn't gonna... Matt Smith the old doctor on there? Yes. We gave but Dave an opening. No, he's not the doctor. He's Shut him the... out. Shut him out, Dan. He Keep was going. the doctor. <laughs> are we? Are we talking about back is to that the episode Future's Blink? Spin-off? What's that episode? <laughs> so the, the old Bill and Ted spinoff. Anyway, to the tale. <laughs> Having you as an opponent made me want to play it because I was like, "Well, Mark's gonna beat me because he's gonna be building units." So immediately I was like, "There's pressure." How it's do fun. I beat Mark? Mm. It was fun to have pressure, and in the in the single player, you just kind of like look at your objectives, look and try to figure out the map, and it wasn't as exciting. But the multiplayer is definitely much more exciting. Yeah, like. And I thought, like, like the first match, we, we played three matches. The first match, like, I was... I fell immediately into my old RTS kind of tendencies, which is right. get your resources, build your units, build a defense, and then when you're ready, head out. And right. Dan wiped me, because Dan first went match. about it differently. <laughs> and I think, like, it made me realize that the strategy for this game, it is very much a land grab in the beginning, where you have your, your farms where you start off with, but you really need to get to different farms... And kind of get as much resources as quickly as you can to get a, a quick burst of units and then try to make an impact with those units. And this needs to happen basically within like the first five minutes, I would think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, this is this basically is Zerg Rush the game. Within the first yeah. two minutes. Yeah, basically. Yeah, it, it's, like, it's a quick turnaround. Yeah, and like yeah. the maps are really that big. So there's probably only like five or six farms you can take. Everyone starts with one. So like right. the second match, where I tried very much being more aggressive with that. So I was like, okay, let me grab three farms. And then once I knew I had three, I was like, okay, I'm going to s- build some of my farms. Because then there's the time element where your farms will eventually go fallow and they don't produce resources anymore. So like right. I was trying to only, I didn't want to do all my farms around it. I was kind of waiting until I started running out of those yeah. different ones and then kind of replant the ones around it. So it's like, okay, I don't always have all my... The way I kind of like so my eggs in the basket. Didn't, you purposely didn't plant all eight farms around them? No, because then I was worried about having too much resources at one time, and then I'm just like throwing things at the wall. It's where I true. was hoping for like a steady stream. And that was my mistake, because I had uh, always filled up my... What are they called, yeah. Dave? Gristles? 
Your grist mills? My grist, my 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 grandstands. I always pulled I my grandstands out. Just had an OCD. Out. I would have been like, I gotta play in all eight. Obviously. That's how I felt. I'm like, well, here I am now. Let me it's maximize like, well, my well, profits. It's like playing Harvest Moon and not doing the whole square. Dude, Dave, you're speaking to my you, soul. Right see, now. like, I'm gonna do that because then you hit the issue of because it does take sixty per thing. So then you're spending more time planting. I mean, it's like risk reward. Like you're planting more. Yeah, but can't uh, you just use that from units? Well, eventually, but again, right. if, this is the for the quickness of the game, with. like you mm. can't spend too much time fully developing your farms because by the time mm. you might now suddenly have this massive burst of resources, yeah. they might be already be invading your land and now suddenly you're on right. the defensive mode. Yeah, it's great to have all those food resources available, but it's not great when they get wrecked by Mark's accrued crew of mortar rabbits or whatever the hell. Yeah. So that's and, the balance. And all of this being said, it seems like the multiplayer just totally asks you to play the game more than the single player, which is a bummer. Yeah. And and, and there's just so many different angles to it, too. Like, there's when you start off on multiplayer, you're allowed to pick six units, but you don't know what units your opponents are picking. So right. you really have to kind of guess what... And that's what's... That's, and that makes it, I think, a little bit more fun than what, like... Because they're, they're handing you the units mm-hmm. in, in the campaign. Like, these are the units for this map. Well, you know? I Yeah, don't you think... can only pick six. You can only pick six from the game's allotted, I don't know, 48. But see, like, I wonder, like, there is... There is a, there is a negative role. Like, it makes me think of, like, Overwatch. And, like, I was watching Dan play the other day, and we were playing Mystery Heroes, and, like, he just ended up in a case where... He was against like three Orises, a Reinhardt, no, and a Mercy. That was no limits, and you could pick oh, whatever no limits, you want. So we all picked Orises, and it was a mess. Oh yeah, and like and like back in the day when before they nerfed Torbjorn, it's like you pick six Torbs, and it's just like there are circumstances where it suddenly becomes that fun and it's unfair. It's like because you weren't prepared to deal with what you have to deal with, and, and not that I think we hit this with this game, but that was one thing I was thinking about. It's like if you really. Th- if you end up picking the units that really counter your opponent well, mm-hmm. there's nothing they really do because it's not like you can't switch units on the fly. Mm-hmm. They have yeah. like the six you have access to. Like that's just True. it. Um, and then like in our so we, we split the first two matches. You won one, I yeah. won one. And then the last match was a little controversial because yeah. I won and I don't really know why. <laughs> yeah, like I was. <laughs> well, I was. I was definitely. I had you cornered. You had no units left. You had a couple of units true, left actually. towards the end. You got. They spawned while I was trying to knock you out. You were saying, Dan, please just end this. Like, that's where you there were. There was with a the portion match. of time where I was saying that. <laughs> and, then, and then you managed to push me back a little bit, and suddenly the game declared you the winner. And, the, and I'm pretty only, sure it's because I got blown up. My, no, I, my commanding I, unit. You had more resources than me left, and the only thing I can think of is. Your, you only you didn't have much farms left, and you had no. It had units. to be that you killed my commanding unit. But I I've read I had that units. you can, I had units. You had units, then there were no. Yeah, they just challenge. didn't defend maybe me. You they, killed me. Maybe they had. Maybe your your units had turned on you because they weren't being defended. <laughs> maybe. Oh, does that happen? That happens in the game. But I think oh. that speaks to a weakness of the game is where there was literally no multiplayer match. I don't understand why I won, but I did win. Like it wasn't like to the point where yeah. you have zero things remaining. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of like, oh, you're not in a good shape. We're done. Yeah, basically. So I guess to start so kind of we'll yeah, start putting the bow on this this thing. Mm-hmm. I thought you know, especially as like not that I play a ton of RTSs, but I would love. I'm I'm definitely shifted to being more of a console player than a PC player, mm-hmm. which RTSs don't play well with. And this, you know, I was excited the idea. It's like okay, an RTS on a console. Let's see how this works is, but I think for me it just highlighted. Not that I think this is a bad game. Like, it got nominated for Best RTS at the Video Game Awards. I wonder if that's... Best strategy game? Yeah, for lack of options, maybe. Not to be mean. But, like, I felt like this <laughs> highlighted all the things I... I don't like about RTS. Is like, what I liked about Age of Empires and StarCraft, it's like, again, you're building a base. You're, you're searching the map, finding the resources, using those resources to really craft a great defense, and then slowly building up your attack group and then strategically yeah. moving across the map... And this literally highlights the opposite. It's about speed. It's about... Mm-hmm. It's know, like all Zerg Rush. It's all Zerg Rush. It's grab yep. as much as you can, strike as fast as you can, try to get as much defense as you can for a counterattack. Yeah. But the strategy, because of the simple control method, really, where you can summon all units mm-hmm. or one type of unit, 
like kind of limits the amount of real strategy I think you can really play, and the maps are pretty small. It's like, it, there's no winning by getting all the relics. Like, yeah, the vampires. Like there are like it's multiple like, ways to win and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, it's just like there's they simplified everything, and it's it's an they made it very arcadey, like you said. Yeah. For and I appreciate what they were trying to do, but as it's not a true RTS, and I don't. Well, there's strategy, and it's in real time. Yeah. But I think it just it, for me, it highlighted everything I hated about RTSs. I do think Dave's opinion of it will shift a little if we play a match with them too, because the game feels better yeah. than versus. I'm mode. just saying, like, Age of Empires almost feels a little SimCity-ish sometimes. Oh yeah, where yeah. you're building yeah, yeah. so much. But and I like, I like, I like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. But where this, this is, is removed all of that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as so... quickly as your cities or, you know, encampments are built up, they're wrecked, and you still didn't lose yeah. at that point in this game. Like you, you yeah. could have no structures and still be like, all right, well, I can start over right now. Yeah, yeah. and I think it really comes down to that resource number. It's like how many do you have left? What are you going to mm-hmm. do with those? Like there is a calculation that goes in there. So I guess my yeah. final stamp, like definitely, if you you want something quick and like something you can pick up and play for 10, 15 minutes, and you like real time strategy stuff, like this might be a nice mix for you. But for me personally, like it's just it's not what I look for with an RTS. It's the opposite. So I didn't really. Right. I will definitely say playing against you, Dan, was the most fun I had with this game because the campaign's kind of butt. But like, that's not it's not what I want in my real time strategies. Yeah. It's not. I will go next. And I will put <laughs> I will put my bow on it. This is also a segue into my closing statement. No, I felt the same exact way. I played the campaign, and the the random generated levels threw me right out of the experience. I didn't like that at all. But once we got into a match... Because if if you're having a battle at a location, that location doesn't change. He's slamming on his desk right now. That's a passionate. Yeah, he's making you feel it at home, baby. (laughs) Right, and I would have liked it if... I would have been more happy if the developers built like six static worlds that were mm. you know and then just like maps placed like us, <laughs> right placed us separately uh, different spots on there depending on the mission maybe that might have been a good way around it mm. i don't think the randomization helped the single player but it definitely helped the multiplayer, the multiplayer because i had no idea what was up all about starting and going and getting my farms up and that was that was that's mm. the game to me so m- multiplayer only Play with your friends. Don't play alone. Final word, Dave. The rodents are cute, and they have interesting stories, but the gameplay is lacks a lot. Zing. Lacks depth. Lacks mm-hmm. depth. But I like like I said, I saw I watched you guys do the verses. I'd I'd be interested in doing a match or two, but I think it's still only one v one though, right? There's no like no you could do a battle. Oh. Okay. Yeah, we could. Oh, okay. and which oh, would get very really? chaotic. And I wonder mm. if like partial lines. So boom. Okay. Tooth and tail. Yeah. Yeah. In my opinion, tooth and tail is like, in terms of a side dish, it's worse than a pickle. Pickle's pretty good though. That's Are like we talking a... about a pickle from a uh, what do you call those places? Diner a or like a diner pickle? You sure? That's it's, it's, it's like it's like the quality of like the coleslaw that they give you at the before diner. we before no, we move that's on totally to the category. Do you guys coleslaw prefer poor, coleslaw? Right? Yeah, uh, I don't coleslaw like coleslaw. Poor. So it's like in between, yeah. is it worse than coleslaw or is it better than coleslaw? It's better than coleslaw, worse than the pickle. All right, that's a pretty big swath, though. That's a weird jump. You know what's a great pickle? Half sours. Oh, my God. Half oh, sours is the way to go. Oh, my God. It's like the best. Yo, pickle. I'm all about them spicy pickles. But let me ask you this. When Tell you me. take a bite of those pickles, mm-hmm. what's the taste you think about? I don't know, is Mark. Is it trivial? Maybe it might be <laughs> trivial. It's trivial. Trivial taste maker. Oh, Wave the flag. <laughs> this never happens. This never happens. It's very exciting. Current scoreboard is Mark. One. Dave. Loser. Two. Loser. Dan one. Winner. Winner. <laughs> but Dave can win a point. So someone's going to catch up to Dave tonight. Dave, it's your taste maker. What are we doing tonight? Well, I have a 20 questions for you guys. Right. Mark, Which just, be just more say Paperboy. It might be right. It's, it's, really, it turns into like 50 questions. So it's you guys are be competing against each other trying to figure out the game that I'm thinking of. 
I like so, to think of this as a fragile alliance. You will answer. Fragile, you will fragile. answer. Ask me yes or no questions. I will tell you yes or no. Eventually, it will lead you to the answer. If you you can ask a question or you can guess the game. Can't do both. You can't do both. Okay. But but it doesn't take you out of it until somebody guesses it correctly. Correct. I I'm got so my, good at knowing. I got things. my notes. I'm ready for notes. Okay. You have notes? Well, I'm always ready for uh, notes. I write down the things get he my says. notes over here. Dan, do you want to start? You want to rock, paper, scissors? <laughs> I'll just let you start. It's okay. All right, I'll go first. I shoot rock, you shoot scissors. Um, Never shoots. Is this a game that was released after 2003? <laughs> Better. Not, not originally. Not originally. He's already given us more information. I see. There's a remake. He did totally just say that. Remake. Well, okay. Mark, I set you up. Go ahead and guess the game, pal. Let me write that. Well, is this game this? No. Um, okay, so let's say... Did the the original come out on the... Let's say like original PlayStation era, so that's like N sixty four. No PlayStation. Okay, take it back. <laughs> Is this a PlayStation two game? No. Oh, we're going systems here. Um, I mean, did, that's how he chose the, to go. You did the original? To... Did the original come out in the nineties? Yes. Okay. Original nineties. Is this an adventure game? No. Original nineties. Um, I don't know, notes now. Fragile lines. Do we want to try to pinpoint the original or the remake? I think we should get the original because then once we get the idea of the original, we can start thinking about well, what game from that decade has been remade. I don't know even, if I don't think you should even consider the remake. Yeah, I think Ooh. he just gave us a hint that it is old and now we know that it was released in the 90s I think that's something i mean unless it's like a ds port or well if you want to keep your brain on what was remade you can do that but i think uh, we might be better suited looking to wait did we say the originals in the 90s you said this that yes. was what you asked uh is this game and i have the... it on my notes there we go oh he's right wait, did i ask notes. another question no yeah it's my turn is it oh no, I, I asked the last question. Turn. I think it's Mark's turn. I think it's it Mark's, is Mark's turn, turn as well. Um, okay, so was this game made by Nintendo? Made by, not published. I feel like I you would know this. No. Like, no. Not made by Nintendo. But his, his, uh, is this a platformer? No. Um, I just typed it in my accent. Uh, my accent. Would you write? P L A T F O R M A H. It's yeah. not made by not Nintendo. Uh, is this game made? Is this game on the personal computer? No. Not PC. Is this a Super Nintendo game? Yes. Oh, it is an SNES game. But it's not made by Nintendo. Um, hmm. Anyway, the genre, Dan? It's not already... a platform. So not platformer. Um, I don't know if I should be reminding you what I... Fragile lines. On... I thought we had a fragile line. Yeah, it's fragile, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's fragile. It's already breaking. <laughs> Apparently. I see the cracks. I mean, I just um, gave you a crucial Is the main hint. thing you do in this game shoot? No. No. I think I know what it is. Is the game <laughs> Killer Instinct? No. <laughs> Are you a bike messenger? No. <laughs> That's a real question. But all right. Is this game Harvest Moon? No. Wow, you're just going to games already. Why shouldn't I? Well, I guess, I mean, if you're not shooting, what are you doing? Do you jump a lot? There's a lot uh, to Sure. Bit. You jump a lot. Jump a lot. We jump a lot. It's from the Care Bears movie, but it's with care anyway <laughs> it's not a platformer maybe like an adventure game or something you are you wasting a second guess no on no no platformer no. no it's not a platformer you don't, you don't spend a lot of time shooting no don't but you don't, don't spend uh, a lot of time shooting don't haze me bro don't haze um, me bro is it earthbound 
No. Wow, you don't jump in her bow. What are you crazy? Well, you know what, though? I mean... So it's got to be like a... But it's not a platformer. This is no, very bizarre. But jumping. Maybe maybe we're thinking too much about jumping a lot. Like, that's the main thing you do, but well, you can jump. There are other games that you but can you jump. shoot. Um, hmm. Mark, just ask the question that leads me to the game already. <laughs> oh, shut up, Dan. <laughs> um, Maybe he's going to get this one. No, Maybe he's he going to finally defeat you in this game. I don't like what you guys are doing right now. I feel like he might. Um, this is, can you, like, pick a character in this game? Or yes. You, you can pick a character. Is this Turtles in Time? No. Oh. I don't like what you're doing, Dan. What? I don't, think, I don't think this is a good strategy. You're limiting one title at a time. There's too many titles available to you. So, would you say the main thing you do is like fist, is fisticuffs? Yes. Fisticuffs. See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? I, I don't know where I'm at. I think I know what it is. Stop saying that. Well, maybe I don't know, actually. If you know what it is, stop guessing not games. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's making Dan do this. He's like, I think I know what it is. And now you're gonna... throwing Dan off his game. I hate and he's this. Just gonna... Oh. I hate this so much. Okay. Is this Final Fight? No. Why? Why not? Why isn't it Final Fight? You pick characters with fist the cuffs. Mark, stop keeping you cool. I hate you so much. <laughs> this game also come out on the Genesis? Yes. It did also come out on the Genesis. I think I know the game. I think I know. Mark, I swear <laughs> <laughs> on my computer... <laughs> Stop making assumptions. I think I know what it is. Because I know what games I've played on that Genesis and Fisticuffs. Mm. So you know what? I don't... You know what, Mark, Dan? I don't think Mark knows what it is. You think I'm playing... You think I'm poker-facing right now? He thinks you don't know. Interesting. I think Dan... I think Mark thinks he knows what it is, but it's not that game. Hmm... Is what do this, you think of that? Is this the X-Men game? That was X-Men... <laughs> um, David's rubbing his eyes. No, no, because that's a crappy question. What is um, this X-Men game? What it was game? just called... It was. Do you want to ask me if it is an X-Men game? No, I'm not asking that question. He's pulling okay. it back. He's retracting is his it... question. Spider-Man and X-Men? That, that game... Is it a game that features Spider-Man and X-Men? No, there was a game that... There was... Oh, wait. No, I'm not asking that question either. What is the What is the question that you're asking me? Ask a question, Dan. <laughs> is this game Maximum Carnage? No, it's not Maximum Carnage. Okay, that's the question that I'm asking. An answer. Not Maximum Carnage. I'm going to ask the game I thought it was. Okay. This, well, but now I'm starting to think that maybe then they come out on the Super Nintendo. Maybe it did. Maximum Carnage totally came out. I'm going to ask the game because I always think I know the game and then I I keep asking questions. You should. Honestly, I encourage you. Streets of Rage. It's not Streets of Rage. And that's exactly the game that I thought you thought it was. He knows me. He's inside my head. I think it's probably like one of those superhero games. Is this... Yeah, but I'm having such a... There were so many of those dumb games. Well, there's like the X-Men arcade game. There's... One where it's like you, you're like it's superhero on every board, but I don't know what that game is called. It's like, some. Oh. Oh. No, that didn't come out on. Why don't you ask about like superheroes? No. No, I wrote down. All right. Well, is does this game feature any superheroes with psychic abilities? This game does not f- feature any superheroes with psychic abilities. I might have. Does this game involve asked... superheroes? No. Oh. Good. Okay. All right, that's that's great. Let's, good. Let's get get us off that. Not no superheroes. <laughs> okay. I wrote the same thing. Dave, Mark, Dave, Mark. We're the same. We're we're one. All right. 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 And just so we're clear, because I don't want someone to be like, well, technically these characters are super. No. 
I when I say no superheroes, I mean no DC or Marvel characters. Like license. Right. Okay. Ooh, but that's Got a hint, it. though. If super it is kind of a abilities. hint. Is this game Battletoads? No. Super Battletoads was not on Super Nintendo. That was a Nintendo game. Was it? Oh, Are right. you? Is that yeah, old? He is. He's yeah. absolutely right. But it was in um, the arcades. Well, anyway. You pick a character and you're not arcades superheroes. But it's not Streets of Rage, so it's got to be like a like a brawler. Oh, that maybe it's like a fighting game. No. Is it a fight? Ju- is it a fighting? You game? can ask a question. Is that a yeah. fighting game? It's a fighting game. It is a fighting game. Okay. Wait a minute. Oh, no. Is this Street Fighter 2? No. Is it Mortal Kombat? No. Oh. Fighting game. <laughs> but it's not those two? No. What else could it be? Is this Clay Fighter? Yes! Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that I got that because it wasn't Killer Instinct. You got Clay Fighter? <laughs> I remember that game because of the stupid snowman. The yeah. stupid snowman. His oh, I don't like anything that just happened. This is what is, uh, look is bad, Mister Frosty. It's no, you had a solid chance that game. <laughs> Here's what it is. I shouldn't be mad because this is the first time I've lost this, and I didn't know the game. <laughs> okay, good. That's good. <laughs> oh jeez. Let me All go right. through what Clay Fighter isn't really quick. I just want to go through what Clay Fighter isn't. You Clay Fighter <laughs> is a remake, which I did not know that Clay Fighter was not in the Nintendo 64 era, not in the PS2 era. It's a 90s game. It wasn't an adventure game. It was not made by Nintendo. I could keep going. There's, There's so many things this game is not. It's so funny. Clay Fighter. <laughs> that, that game was re- exactly... That game got remade? Yeah, it was re-released yeah, on the Virtual s- Console. Oh, what a oh. dump of money. The Wii U Virtual Console? Um, I'll tell you. Um, it just it just said Virtual Console 09, So what do you think? It's probably Wii. It says Wii Virtual Console. Clay Fighter for the win. Clay Fighter. Well, did you have that game? I know Mark rented it and we played it at his house. It was terrible. Crazy. (laughs) I remember liking um Blue Suede Goo. Ew, blue saint goo. I don't like anything about this. Mr. Frosty was right. well, Anyway, I, I don't take us too, to the sunset. I don't, I don't feel too bad about this, Dan. But what you, and Taffy. I remember liking Taffy. I remember Taffy a lot. But I feel pretty good about it. Well, I'm glad you feel good about it. And I hope you, Possibly listener, also feel great about it, too. Because play. you just listened to the Dinosaur Machines Game Club podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, this is a special one where we actually did a little YouTube video with this. So if you like this episode, go check out YouTube, our channel, Dinosaur Machines. We we have our posted our video about the the tooth and the tail, and you can see the mysterious match where Dan and I I technically won, <laughs> but I feel like I don't know what happened. Maybe you can explain it to us. You stink. Apparently, <laughs> you didn't win. I I mean the game said I won. I'm gonna yeah, have to take it at its. I'm gonna have to take it as word that I won mm-hmm. perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you know that's not your thing, maybe Facebook's your thing. You can connect us there, or maybe Twitter's your thing, where you connect to us at Dina underscore Machines, or maybe me individually, me specifically, not Dave or Dan, but me at Magrocrag. Dave is at Zombie underscore Pirate. And you can tell me about how I deserve to win that match on my Twitter at Dan O'Mac. Oh boy. And uh-huh. as if you've been following our episode, you know we still owe you a Tacoma episode. We're going to get you there. But next time, we'll be playing Pyre, which is one of my picks. I'm very excited about it. And then after that, we'll be Tacoma. Got it. Mini stroke there. And then we'll be sending this season off in the sunset. But until then, thank you, good evening, and good night. And thanks for listening. Thank you so much, listener. Goodbye.